for the Athletic Podcast Network. This is the update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to Mike Sando, who covers the NFL for the Athletic, about the QB carousel in the NFL. This week, a whole bunch of stuff went down. Carson Wentz traded from Indianapolis to the Commanders of Washington. Yet Russell Wilson exiting the NFC West and joining the AFC West in a trade to the Denver Broncos. And Aaron Rodgers commits to the Green Bay Packers, at least for the foreseeable future. We can talk about all of that, as well as a couple of things on the fringes, like the Jimmy Garoppolo trade value with Mike Sando, who joins me next. Today is Friday, March 11th. It's a pleasure to welcome back to the podcast Mike Sando. He covers the NFL for The Athletic, and and he's our quarterback whisperer. Normally we catch up with him when he does his QB tiers, and I'm sure we'll do that next season, but uh, that would mean that we're talking multiple quarterbacks on different teams. Mike, welcome back to the podcast, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. It's been an eventful week. Have you gotten any sleep? I mean, normally the offseason, I know you dive into I know you dive into your, your quarterback tiers and you start talking uh, about where guys are going to stack up and looking at where guys will be for next year. But it has been a an absolute sprint, it feels like, since the end of the season, from Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers to all the news this week, man. How have you taken it in? It's been great. You know, I think one of the things, I don't know if the NFL planned it this way, but, you know, they really do have compelling content even without the games going on it really is interesting to see how the teams are built i think so much of being a sports fan is feeling like you have hope or something could happen right like you could do something in free agency or and and then just the strategy behind it all and the highs and lows you know you could i live in the seattle area they're just waving goodbye to russell wilson and bobby wagner in the same day you know i mean what kind of a day is that for a fan you know it's just it's really wild I'm here in San Francisco, and I was trying to equate it to, to something here, and I don't think we've seen something of that magnitude on the same day. I was like, it's like trading you know, Joe Montana to the Kansas City Chiefs and deciding simultaneously, you know what, we can't hold on to Jerry Rice anymore either. So how does it appear fans are taking it up there? Does it feel like a rebuild? Is there expectation that the, the Seattle Seahawks may make a move for Deshaun Watson? Obviously, the legal troubles are, are still something they've got to figure out, uh, and that's going to go down uh, on Friday and, and as we get into the next couple of weeks. But what's the feeling around that team they've got a 70 year old head coach and I don't know that he's in there for a rebuild what do you think happens up in Seattle yeah I think there's been a feeling of the Russell Wilson thing's been brewing for a while so there's probably a combination of some relief that all of that whatever it was that was going on behind the scenes is over there's sadness probably because it's the end of an era clearly there's shock because I think while we knew this could happen at some point, we didn't know that it was going to happen now. You put all of those things together, I think you have to realize that that's only part of the moves, right? Everyone puts out their grades after moves. Oh, I grade this. Well, it's a big difference if they do get a good quarterback, right? Or if they do play with Drew Locke this year, right? I mean, all of these things are possible. They could. They could be under Sean Watson. They could draft... Malik Willis, they could go with Drew Locke. They could, you know, try to get another veteran. They could bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm just making up stuff. All of those things could happen that will then fundamentally change how you should feel about it. What did you think about the the market value for him? I know you're talking about the grades, and it's tough to, to figure that out to everything you just said about where those draft picks are used and how they're used and how they rebuild this team because they do have some other holes. They, they've got to fix that offensive line. Obviously, now you've got a, a, an exit of Bobby Wagner. But in terms of what they got for Russell Wilson, did you think that was fair market value or, or was it more than you expected? 
No, it's not fair market value because there wasn't a market because Russell Wilson has a no trade clause so he can decide who they're going to talk to. And that's why it was so hard for them to, to get more because he wasn't going to go play for Washington or Philadelphia or the other teams. He told them, my understanding is that Denver, he wanted to stay West and Denver is where he'd want to go. Well, if you're now the general manager of the Seahawks, John Schneider, it's harder to get full value when you don't have bidders. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to say, hey, hold on, I got on line two, I got Washington, they're throwing in two number ones, where are you at? That wasn't happening. So they got, I think, an okay return, probably good under the circumstances, because that's hard to do if you're going to make the move. But it's not like they got just an amazing, dynamic, elite player, no offense, a fine tight end, but it doesn't shift the balance of anything. And the other players, you know, Drew Locke, we'll see. Maybe he'll be okay, but but he hasn't been good so far. You, you wouldn't feel like that's anything other than a big step backwards. Well, we look at uh, at value of the market. Uh, the other one that comes to mind, I guess, is Carson Wentz, who got moved earlier this week. And 49er fans I know are watching closely uh, to that situation, or we're paying attention to that because of what it could mean for Jimmy Garoppolo. Let me ask you about the Carson Wentz one. Were you surprised at, at what Washington gave up, including uh, taking on the full contract, saying we'll give you some picks for him, but also we're going to pay this entire salary? I want to ask you about Carson Wentz's skill set. But as far as what they got for him, two teams now in the last two years have given up lots of draft capital to go get this guy and and i'm just not sure i agree with what was given up in either yep there's two different values on carson Wentz. there's what everyone in the league says they would do oh i would make him take a pay cut (laughs) i wouldn't uh i wouldn't acquire him i wouldn't give up more than a third and then there's what a desperate team will actually do and when you look at washington they couldn't get seattle on the phone for russell wilson because wilson didn't want to go there they're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. They're going into, what, the third year of Ron Rivera. They've been patching. They've had a horrible uh, situation there. And so they're looking at, huh, well, what do you guys think? Wentz, at least, they think was a, you know, has some upside, was a top pick. I'm with you. It doesn't excite me at all. It didn't excite me with the Colts last year. Uh, I don't think he's that great. And I think there's flaws about him that the Colts, frankly, seem to err, uh, you know, haven't hidden. They don't like him, not just as a quarterback, but as a leader. They don't like him, right? I mean, isn't that what you got out of all the coverage that came out? Or is that Kiefer wrote a really good piece? It's exactly what I've heard. I don't know. I don't know how you can love that move. Yeah, Jim Irsay was effectively like outside of his plane telling Chris Ballard, move him or I move you. You know what I mean? And not so many words. Yeah. Um, it's interesting you said that because that's where I wanted to go with this on Carson Wentz as far as how the rest of the league views him. Because I feel like over the last, and I'm sure this has happened for years, but over the last 10 years, I look at guys like Sam Darnold or uh, remember Sam Bradford kept getting traded for. I think teams evaluate quarterbacks and they say he's got this skill set or he's got this elite set of skills without taking into account can this guy be the leader? Jimmy Garoppolo maybe doesn't have the elite skills that some people would look at, but he's a guy people like to play with. He's a guy you imagine, yeah, I'd like to sit with that guy and have a beer. He didn't blow up the the locker room when the 49ers traded for Trey Lance. Do you think that's what we're looking at with Carson Wentz, where teams and, and evaluators see a skill set, but it maybe doesn't match what you need in the leader of a quarterback? There's not enough of them to go around. So let's defend Carson Wentz a little bit. I'll just put it on the other foot. Think of this. If you had said before the Colts acquired him, hey, look, you'll have a winning record. He'll finish the season with 27 touchdown passes, seven interceptions, and he'll start every game. You would have probably done an extension, right? If you are Washington and you've been Taylor Heineking, you know, you've been 
Dwayne Haskinsing. You've been Ryan Fitzpatricking. We could go through all of them, really, <laughs> since they refused to keep Kirk Cousins. If you say, hey, shoot, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, they were able to win with them. That's not a bad floor when you have at least, let's just say, a 15% chance that he really blossoms, right? Wouldn't you say it's 10%? It's a low odds that he could, but but we know he has enough talent to do it. So that's what you do. You're really looking at the best of bad options. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. When you look at Jimmy Garoppolo and you look at what maybe the Niners could get for him, it's a different, it's more of a precarious situation, I think, for the Niners because now he's had this shoulder surgery. He's not going to throw until July. And I, I don't totally agree with the report that, yeah, it's not going to affect his value. Guy's not going to be able to throw until after the 4th of July. It's going to be like six weeks or something before, uh, or, or more than that, before he can get back on the field and, and actually help a team or be a part of training camp. I think the, that he'll be a part of the OTAs or the, the voluntary camp with whatever organization he ends up in. However, the Niners have a, a situation where they may not have a couple of teams bidding for him. I don't know if Tampa or, or if uh, New Orleans has enough cap space where they can maneuver themselves under that to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. They're kind of in hell when it comes to the salary cap, would you be surprised if the Niners were to outright cut him and pay him the $7 million and see him sign elsewhere? So there's a couple things going on here. One, I do think the shoulder injury is a factor. Uh, number two, I believe his no-trade clause doesn't expire till March 16th. That's when the free agency realm starts. So I think there's still time. I really do think there's time for them to get value. Because between now and later in the offseason, some teams aren't going to solve their quarterback dilemma, right? Someone's not going to get somebody in the draft or someone's not going to get the free agent they wanted. I do think that they could probably be a little more patient. Now, I don't I haven't looked exactly where they're at from a cap standpoint if that's going to pinch them for how long, but I have always found it interesting. I mean, I wrote Super Bowl week that I just think the whole Brady thing lurking is interesting. I feel like it, this could play out yeah, uh, that's a that's a weird one. Apparently, he's still staying in shape, and I'm like that guy might be in shape till till the day he checks out. You know, what I mean that guy might be eating avocado ice cream. <laughs> but his agent also represents Garoppolo, and I believe that I believe that Tom Brady has a no regrets career except for one thing on his bucket list. He always wanted to play for the 49ers, so I think he wanted out of Tampa. I don't think he has anything more to prove there. I don't think there's really anything left for him other than that. And if it could work. Somehow, which, like I said, his agent represents Garoppolo too. If it could somehow work, maybe it's later in the offseason, whatever. If it could somehow work, I, I, it wouldn't shock me. Just a question on the guy you mentioned a minute ago, Kirk Cousins, a new head coach there, new general manager in Minnesota. Is that something we could see happen? Are you expecting, not expecting, but more reports over the last couple of days, I think, that Kirk Cousins maybe could be on the move. What are your thoughts on the situation in Minnesota? Yeah, I, I've thought he's going to stay there. You know, they have a new head coach who's an offensive coach and I think that he probably wants to be competitive right away and feels like maybe you know having a veteran quarterback could have some appeal just like I think when Arthur Smith went into Atlanta there's Matt Ryan there do you want to move on is it time he they've stayed with him you they don't you don't really want to go to being a team that doesn't have an option at the position in a year when it's hard to get one now that's it I I guess it could depend what the price is, or, or Kirk Cousins also controls the contract component of it. I don't know that the Colts would want to enter into a really long-term deal with Cousins. Does anybody want to do? Because look where he's at from a contract standpoint, really expensive. There's no reason for him to settle for some middle-tier deal. He'll become a free agent in a year and be able to get a lot of stuff going. Probably there'd be a lot of teams that could be interested in him at a good price. 
teams get desperate and and even if they're drafting somebody and they want to want a, a guy to be I hate saying lame duck quarterback but somebody who could sort of sit there and, and carry the reins until uh, until you move on to a younger guy hey before we let you go I want to ask you one more question about uh, about Kyler Murray this one sort of caught me off guard I mean leverage is a beautiful thing when you have it you should use it I don't know how much he has he, he's looking like he wants a, a mega deal like a, a deal like one of the top quarterbacks in football he's one of those guys that I look at same way I go the skill set is there but we've seen him break down at the end of the season in the last couple of years can you invest that kind of money 50 million 40 million a year and I know that's the market value for for big name quarterbacks now or Super Bowl caliber quarterbacks what do you make of, of Kyler Murray his skill set a couple of years in he's fantastic he's fun to watch but do you think he can carry a team through a season and, and is he worth that kind of money well in the absence of what else are you going to have do you want Josh Rosen if you're them do you want Drew Stanton who you had before right he's going to be in the top half of the league quarterbacks perceived with upside I think with so many of these quarterbacks even the good ones there's two or three things you'd love to change about him right even Aaron Rodgers he's the maybe the greatest player in the league or at least the quarterback and there's other there's things about him that drive you nuts or you'd like to change if you were the team you'd like him to handle things differently so I think they have to work through it Look, the contract negotiations could be affected, certainly, by how well they do, if he can hold up physically throughout the course of a season. But he is a really talented player, and I think it's incumbent upon them to help him get better, surround him, hope that he matures. Some, I think, maturity is a thing that they were hitting on in their kind of criticisms of him. And you'd probably just let it play out. I don't really anticipate them you know, trying to play with somebody else. Mike, uh, I, I don't know if you anticipated you would have this much to do or this much to follow and cover uh, right as we got going here this offseason, but it's a fun time of the year, man. Uh, it's lying season for the uh, for the general managers, but it's also made for a bunch of fun stories to follow. Uh, appreciate the time, as always, and we'll catch up probably when we get closer to the season after you drop your QB tiers. Thank you. Great stuff from Mike Sando. Always does a great job covering uh, quarterbacks specifically, but love whipping around the NFL with him. He has such great insight. We'll keep following this Jimmy Garoppolo situation. As he mentioned, the trade, uh, well, his, his ability to veto a trade could happen, I guess, before the 16th, so the deadline next Wednesday, the 49ers. Got to figure out how to remain under that cap, so we could see something go down as early as the 16th, or maybe it happens this weekend. But when it does, we will uh, we will certainly be covering it here on The Update. Thank you to Mike Sando. Thank you to Brian, my producer. And thank you to you, the listener. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever it is you're listening. We'll keep bringing you all the stories that are important here in the Bay Area. On Monday, we'll dive a little bit deeper with Lindsey Jones, who covers the NFL. She's out of Denver. We'll dive deeper into that uh, that trade for Russell Wilson and the impact that's going to have on the AFC West. All stuff we can talk about in the days and weeks ahead. Until then, enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you Monday.